p.m. tonight. Twitch and YouTube is where you can watch the stream. We're on the Odyssey app nationwide on the BetQL network. Nets, your Nets, up 51-47 now. On Feel the great Sixers. about that, but Tyrese Maxey just hit a three. So that yeah. bet, dead. He goes over 18 and a half points, I believe. Or he's at 18, so hey, you, Cam, you know that goes. Cam Johnson's also got 22 right now. Oh, no. Here comes Tobias, though. Breakaway steal goes coast to coast. 51-49. Here we go. Mikhail Bridges only nine. Yep, Mikhail Bridges one of six, but he's seven of nine from the free throw line with nine points. So it's actually been the Cam Johnson show mm-hmm. as opposed to Mikhail Bridges. Two guys. I mean, if I'm the Nets, like, you need to keep – look, John, Cam Johnson's going to be a restricted free agent in the offseason. Mikhail Bridges at some point will too. I think I think he's got a year left, right? I think a year, yeah. you got to keep both those guys. I you, completely you agree, man. You, those you have are... to. They're valuable. They're also – I mean – you need wings in the NBA. You also need guys that can defend the perimeter. you got Mikhail Bridges that can do that. Cam Johnson's going to get paid a lot of money this offseason. If I'm the Nets, it should be the Nets because otherwise you're not even – you're not even – you're losing less than from when you traded Kevin Durant away, when you don't even keep a piece that you traded for midseason and then don't re-sign them in the offseason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree, man. Like, those are – I really like them guys. I, I really like both of those guys in Phoenix. Obviously, like Bridges, but Cam Johnson's very underrated as well, and he's only going to continue to get better when he gets more run. I mean, he was a role player in Phoenix, so he's going to get more field goal attempts, uh-huh. and, and mm-hmm. you're seeing what's happening. This is going to be a huge experience, obviously, playing in the postseason, playing in the playoffs. Wish I would have bet his points tonight, not mm-hmm. Bridges, because like he said, he's one of seven from the floor. Right. Yeah. But it always works out that way. I mean, every night there's a, I wish I did this or did yeah. this. Or you I have mean, the thought and then you don't do it. Or you do and you regret it. For me, I just have to stick with sides and totals. No more props uh, for a little bit. And, and it's usually the other way around when we get to the playoffs. But just some I tough. Pre- I do prefer props. Tough. Yesterday was tough because I went over on Giannis and over on Tyler Hero. And they both got hurt. Yep. yep. Um, played Memphis right before that series began. And Ja gets hurt. So it's just injuries. And then the other thing that sucks is blowouts. It, like if you're going to play Boston props, if you like jason tatum or jalen brown i don't think there's any reason to play overs right now because you know they could go up 20 points and then those guys sit for the majority of the third and fourth quarter so that's what sucks about playing overs on props in the playoffs at least till you get to you know the later rounds i mean it used to be in the regular season it was guys sitting out in the fourth quarter because of blowouts Mm -hmm. now it's apparently injuries is just the whole way through this i know it's been mass it was actually like a really frustrating weekend to deal with that especially on sunday Oh, yeah. Watching guys go down. And then even somebody like Jokic, who didn't play well, Denver won, but it was all about Jamal Murray. It wasn't Jokic. Yeah. I mean, Jokic got – he only had 13 points. That was really where the issue was with him. He didn't score the way that he usually does. Yeah, and, I mean, as far as, like, the injuries, you just want the best product, and we haven't had it the last couple of years because of injuries. And this year it's wide open, so you just want everybody to at least be healthy when we get to the playoffs. So yesterday – that was the only problem. Uh, way too many injuries. Yeah. And there you go. All right, it's a Change My Mind Monday. Scott Lynn, executive producer, also Puckhead, as we pointed out, will keep us updated, I'd say, throughout the entire hockey season. Our Stanley Cup playoffs Something where we like should that. go. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Yes. Anyway, get on here. What do you got for us? Oh, uh, what do we got on a Change My Mind Monday? Uh, let's focus on the NBA. Uh, we have not gotten to a great many of these series. So, change my mind, boys, on this Monday. Knicks Cavaliers goes seven games. I find it very hard for that series not to go seven games, as long as everybody stays healthy. And I feel like right now we have to put that caveat out there of if everybody stays healthy because that's what we've seen to start off these playoffs just like last year and the year before. It just feels like every year this happens. But, man, they are they are evenly matched. And it's interesting, too, because the Knicks had the second-chance points with the Knicks against that big Cavs team 
they push those big guys around, right? Like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are big, but they're not very like they're not strong, right? You can, you can move them around, so they have the height, but you're still going in, and the Knicks are just showing more effort. They're Tibbs guys, you know about Tibbs guys. Oh yeah, and you got a lot of them out there. Josh Hart maybe not playing in game two is a big problem though if that if that ends up happening. Yeah, man. I mean, that would be a huge loss, especially if, if he's going to continue to play the way that he's playing right now. And Tibbs is so good with guards. I mean, not only just Jalen Brunson, but obviously Hart. I mean, I don't know if he's going to give you that every single night. He had 17 points. He had 10 boards. He gave you 33 minutes off the bench. He probably hit the biggest shot of the game with, what, like two minutes to go, a minute 50 to go in that game. He's been, I mean, now you see why Jalen Brunson was so excited about that pickup. I mean, he's been awesome, mm -hmm. man. But he's going to have to be 100%. I agree, though, that that series goes seven. Both teams really evenly matched. They both play defense. I just think that, you know, I mean, Cleveland's probably the more talented team. They have the brighter, I mean, they have Donovan Mitchell. They have the best player in the series. But I think the Knicks have the better coach. I think that Tibbs, I know he gets... Um, a lot, you know, everybody rags on Tibbs because he runs his guys into the ground. He plays them way too many minutes. But he's got he's a, a soft good spot for him, though. He's a good coach, yeah. though. He's a really good coach. I mean, I don't think Boston wins that title a couple of years, not a couple of years ago, without uh, – they definitely don't win it with Doc Rivers because of Doc Rivers, I don't think. So I think Tibbs is a really good basketball mind. I like that series to go seven, and I actually like the Knicks to win it, too. Keys from game one. Mitchell scoring the 10 in a row mm -hmm. to, to bring them back. I, I was actually yep. out to dinner with my wife watching this, and I, I had to stand up. Yep. She's like, you're in a restaurant. Can you sit the hell down, please? <laughs> very, very strange. And then um, on the glass, Nick's out rebounded him like by 13 or 14, yeah. and they slaughtered him in second-chance points. Mm -hmm. So things to look forward to. All right, change my mind, and I know this now is very close. Do we have a tie game, Ryan? The live look we do. for uh, Brooklyn. And, and now it's Phil gone the other way. Philadelphia is up 55-53. It was a change my mind, boys. Uh, Sixers in five. Oh no way! Nets are gonna Nets are Nets are gonna win tonight, and then there's a chance that this team wins even another game. This is at least a six game series. Really? Because guess what? Once again, James Harden, one of seven for two points. I saw the numbers. Oh, early. four he was, from three. He was, he was minus seventeen. He's done it again. He was crap from two range. He was worse from three range, and it was just a really ugly start. I mean they. The, the, the knock coming in was, what about, and you guys mentioned it early, what about Harden from two-point range? They're yeah. going to double Embiid, and they paid for it. And Harden did some good things, but the two-point range was terrible. One of eight inside the arc last game, but seven of 13 from three. He's 0 of 4 from three tonight, which, of course, makes that three-point prop feel really, really bad right now. That's for sure. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Like, we see this. Like, we see these flashes from Harden because, I mean, like, you know what he's going to do. He's going to give you double-digit assists. Uh, but you see these games where he'll score like 30. He had a 40-point game, mm -hmm. but then he's just not consistent enough. Then he's like one of nine from the floor. But that's okay. He doesn't. Harden's not going to be the player that he was seven, eight years ago. He's not going to be Houston Rocket James Harden. He doesn't need to be for this team to win in five. But they can't have one of ten performances. Yeah, he's one of eight now. I Five mean, turnovers, too, by the way. I mean, the good thing for them, and if they do end up winning this game, is because Maxie's just on fire. He's got 21 points in this game. I am going to still stick with my gentleman sweep, Sixers and five prediction. But I do think these games are all going to be very competitive, and I'm going to probably continue to back, uh, bet Brooklyn as 10-point dogs. I think they win game three, especially when they go home. A couple ways to go with this next one. Uh, headed into the series between Golden State and Sacramento, we will talk to our friend and the co-host of this program, Trista Crick, a little later on this hour, live from Sacramento, as she is in attendance for game number two. Kingsley, that set one game to none. Steph Curry, arguably the most important person in the series. 
changed my mind. Andrew Wiggins is the most important person in this in the Kings Warriors series. You know what? No, I, oh, I can't. I think Wiggins is the most important player in this series because we've seen what Golden State looks like the last month and a half or whatever it's been with him off the floor. It's just what he brings defensively. He could guard every position on the floor. He brings you more rebounding. He brings you more scoring. And this team, like, I love Steph. I love Clay. But they need another guy. Like, they need another guy last year. They need. Let's be honest. They needed Kevin Durant just as much as Kevin Durant needed yeah. them even. And so, not that Wiggins is comparing. I'm comparing him to Kevin Durant. But I, I think he is the most important player. I think without him, man, 100% mentally and physically, uh, they're going to lose that series. I still think they do lose that series. I like Sacramento in seven. Draymond Green is the most important player on the floor for the Warriors. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Not because of the points, not because of any of the stats, but because of the toughness, the leadership, and how that offense moves. We've seen how, how different they look offensively. When he missed a lot of time last year towards the end of the season, this year we've had that as well. They're not the same team. Now, can they win without Steph Curry? No. But you you still have Klay Thompson able to do some of the things almost as well as Steph does, right? Like, you have those guys that can at least balance each other out. One has a better shooting night than the other. Yeah. You go that direction, you're fine. Draymond brings something so unique, and some of it has nothing, most of it has nothing to do with anything that he does in the box score. It has to do with that leadership and that just being the heart and soul of that team. They need Draymond out there more than anybody else. But that doesn't mean that Andrew Wiggins isn't really important, too. I mean, they're now a better team having Andrew Wiggins out there. But you just they, Dray, Draymond has just showed us how important he actually is to this team. So we'll order off the menu. What about Malik Monk being the most important king this series? Because the Warriors can't guard him or don't seem to be able to. Small sample size, just one game. 32 off the bench? What if, what if I were to say the X factor but not most important? Fair. I could look at him that way. Because we know the Kings can win without Malik Monk. But Malik Monk, doing what he did in Game 1, they're going to be really hard to beat, especially if other guys step up and actually play better. But to me, their most important player is still going to be De'Aaron Fox. Agreed, yeah. I I, I can't go against De'Aaron Fox in the season that he's had. I mean, he's going to get to the point. I I compared him to Drew Holiday. He's now on his way to elevating past Drew Holiday, especially offensively. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree, though, man. Because... And and that's the thing. Like, I mean, um, I think Sabonis, actually, I'm going to say, although they already won a game without with him playing the worst offensive game yeah. that he's played, but he was so huge down the stretch, so important. You can't keep him off the glass. I would actually go with, yeah, Fox or Sabonis. They're not going to win that series if he's only scoring 13 points and he's going 4 of 13 or 4 of 14 from the floor. He's going to have to give him double-doubles every single game. It's going to have to be 20 and 10 from Sabonis. So I'll go with Sabonis. All right, boys, over to the Clippers and the Suns. Change my mind. DeAndre Ayton at times looks older than Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, what is up with him, man? I, I don't know. I, 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 The problem is Chris Paul looks really bad, too, but he moves better than DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> well, you know, like, it's, least, strange, it's really right? hard you to know understand. with Chris Paul that he wants it. He's just physically unable. He's not capable anymore of doing what he was able to do a decade ago, even five years ago. Even, man, that first year with Phoenix or the year in OKC, with Aiton, though, like some games he looks like like a top five big man. Then there's games where it's like, this guy was the number one overall pick. Does he want this? Is this just not a good fit? I thought the best case, it's crazy to say because they're probably going to end up winning the championship, would have been him going elsewhere, though. Like he needed to change his scenery. I, I, I was surprised. 
I was. Well, I mean, yeah, but they they still match the offer from the Pacers. Right. I'm kind of surprised that they they should have just too. let him just go. Yeah. I, I, I mean, because it's like there's something off with him and Monty, or there's something off with him and Chris Paul. Well, they've had, he's had issues with Monty Williams for a while. I mean, right. they've had blow ups together last year know, in the playoffs. Yeah. It was that, that's when I was like, okay, he's gone because usually that's how it ends Shocked in the playoffs. That he Guy that he gets stayed. into it with his yep. coach or gets benched in the fourth quarter, then you don't see him. The next season, but uh, no, he didn't. They ran it back for some. The funny reason. thing is, like, he didn't play horribly. No, but it, he's got it, a, like he's the number one overall, pick. right? Like, Eighteen points, eight be... boards, shot fifty percent from the floor. That's just not enough. But it's, it's, it doesn't feel. You know, some guys can can get like get you a sneaky thirty points. Like you don't realize they're just doing it. There's also a guy that can have a. It can look like a bad game, but it really actually like in the box score looks good because of the way they played. It's the same way where if somebody has a sneaky good game, you're like, where have they been? How right. the hell does he have twenty five points? Like Cam Johnson, or whatever the case is. DeAndre Ayton is great at just looking kind of disinterested and slow at times, yeah. but then he does find ways when he actually is interested to contribute on both ends of the floor. And I feel like I put that more on, uh, I guess, Chris Paul, I guess more on Monty, because his game, I feel like every game that I watch Ayton play in is the same game, where he comes out in the first like five minutes of the game, they're like, all right, we're going to get him some touches. Right to keep him active in this game, and he's got eight points and five rebounds. Then they sit him. You don't see him until midway through the second quarter, and he's like no longer involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, usually the same thing. They actually involve him in the offense. They get him some touches in the low post, and then he kind of disappears in the fourth quarter. Yep. But I mean, the, that other thing is you got Devin Booker and you have Kevin Durant, so they got to get their shots. You have Chris Paul who still wants to take his shots. I think that's the problem, maybe. You know, just too many cooks in the kitchen. Chris Paul at least can sacrifice because he he should. He's, he's a facilitator. Yeah, there's that too. And he's the point guard. Yeah, yeah. But he's a, he's actually he's the, well, he's the traditional point guard man. But I, Kevin Durant will get more involved. Scott, you had the stat. I don't have it in front of me. Was it one shot in clutch time I for think Kevin it was Durant? No attempts. Or no attempts. Fifty-one seconds, yeah. which was clutch time of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, that that can't. Happen. Meanwhile, Kawhi just like ninety-seven MJ out there. He was ridiculous. Always though, like I, Playoff I'm telling Kawhi, you, man, man. If Paul George, let's say they win this series, if I mean, obviously, if they beat Phoenix, they should be the favorites to come out of the West. But if they could get Paul George back, it's just not fair that he can't play in this series. Because I love watching elite Kawhi playoff mm-hmm. basketball, man. Like that Toronto run, even though unfortunately it came at the expense of the Milwaukee Bucks and blow a 2-0 lead in that series. That is true. He was so damn good. Even against, I mean, against Philadelphia, the shot that he hits that it seemed like rolled around for 45 minutes. He's awesome, man. And uh, like nobody ever talks about him because he's so qua- – the only time we talk about him is like when we kind of like laugh or make fun of him because he's so awkward but awesome. I, it's a killer. <laughs> On both ends. <laughs> I mean, playoff Kawhi is a guarantee, just like playoff James Harden is a guarantee. Or playoff Maxi, unfortunately. Playoff Maxi.